Star Trek Discovery Mission Report. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. So, episode four. This was the episode where I really felt like you know, episodes one, two, and three were good, and I thought they got a little bit better every time. Uh, and this last episode, you know, yeah. just really cemented it for me where I was just like, all right. Yeah. I just, oh, it's so good. So good. So good. And, and all that story build up. The story build up and things are starting to play out, you know, a little bit more and the characters are getting to be known a little bit more and they're yep. fleshing into that piece of it a little bit. Yeah, man. You know, it's still, the story's still strong. The um, effects, of course, this is just a gorgeous. Yeah backdrop and the effects and everything is just it looks beyond perfect keep it that way keep it that way um and i know we've talked about it last week but you know if they're not going to get the ratings or what have you i mean mike can you know yeah we, it, it would just suck to see though you know that effects those effects go downhill and the production values drop but you know who knows what's going to happen hopefully well, you know, they people haven't will subscribe right uh they haven't confirmed a season two yet i mean this is a whole new um way of uh, telling, I guess, how many people are watching. Right. It's only DVR numbers, right, and subscriptions. Yeah. So, sadly, if you're out there and you're getting it for free, like, good on you, but the numbers-wise, it's going to, I mean, yeah. you know, it we might, It's not going to help the show. I know. And they do look at the pirating and all that stuff, but you can't quantify a show's existence financially Yeah. from something that is just popular because it's pirated. Right. You know, I mean, if... Game of Thrones was only pirated, mm-hmm. and no one watched it on HBO. That show's not going to last long, right? You know, because yeah. it just doesn't have the financial piece that it needs. And I get it. And I'm like, I'm totally for people who like, you know, share a CBS All Access or whatever. Sure. It's just like number wise, like, oh, it sucks. It's like a bad yeah. uh, side effect of uh, saving some money because I get it. It's expensive. Yeah. I mean, it was it was not easy for me to sign up for the All Access yeah. at first, but. They do have movies, so that does help. Um, but yeah, season two still hasn't been announced. And I also read somewhere, I didn't read much into it, but possibly if there is a two, it might be a delay for a while. Right. So, I mean, I'm thinking it's either good because those actors on there are, some of them are pretty big actors. Yeah. So they, they can do a movie or so and sure. take some time off. Or I don't know if maybe they'll just go with the new crew. Maybe we'll be having these different sets of characters, right. which is fine, too. It helps really build yeah. the universe, and Agreed. we can go into a different um, time period. Like, we can go after we can go into uh, after TNG. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Will Admiral uh, Picard come, come over or something? I don't know. It's um, But I do like the actors. I think... Yeah. Um, I think they're a lot more comfortable in their skin. If, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Rapp, I kind of complained about last show... I, I like the actor. I yeah. love him. I'm a big Rent fan, and he's famous from that, and he was a child actor. But I thought he was a little rusty the, the last show. But as the show went on, yeah. episode three went on, you got to know more of his character. Right. I, I understood, and I, I think he did a great job. It's just, uh, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't expecting that uh, first part, you know, because he right. was really, uh, you know, coming off as a dick. Oh, sure. He's just annoyed. But then he explained why he's annoyed, and I yeah. think he really got to shine in this episode, and some memorable moments happened yeah. with him and his face. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, and this this show saw um, kind of the culmination of the warp effect that they're trying to get across. Yes. Um, so this is kind of the big reveal on what this magic space dust, I can't remember what they're calling it. Spores. Uh, spores, that's Spore right. drive. Yeah, spore drive. So um, 
basically uh, they they've come to the conclusion and on how that works mm-hmm. and got it to be successful and they used the creature that was in the episode three three yep right the, uh, that, that we saw like everyone yeah on the glen tearing through you know just just made a lot of a lot of mess and never never thought this creature was really gonna get this type of attention no, no never thought he had a purpose yeah. just like a killing machine and I guess we didn't really know where he came right. from. Right. And so. and I didn't think that, you know, when they when the captain kept him all locked up and stuff, I just thought that you know, there's probably a few episodes from now this might come back and you know, we'll see what's going on with this creature and you know, it'll probably get loose at some point and you know, everybody's going to go crazy. Well, May- yeah. <laughs> they sure use that creature for a lot more, you know, so you know, spoilers of course, you know, I mean, we're uh, the the creature is used um, it, it has kind of a symbiotic relationship with these spores and they use this creature in conjunction with the spores to be able to transmit, you know, themselves to other places. Right. You know, so it's basically like almost a teleportation effect where they can just appear poof, you know, at some location automatically. And the usage of that was pretty sweet. Yeah. The first one was a miss. Big you miss. Know, big miss. Was that a sun or a star? It was a sun. Man. And uh, that felt hot. Yeah. They were uh, <laughs> pretty close to getting sucked into the sun there. And so, whoopsie. That's and, it. Yeah. <laughs> that was quick. And then, you know, they, they corrected it up and then they got, uh, did their big rescue for this colony. And, and it was, it was pretty cool. But one thing that was hard to watch was when they use what I'm calling warp dog, but this, <laughs> this creature. When they're using it, it is obviously putting this creature through pain. Yeah. And so you're watching this creature suffer. So our quote unquote good guys can get to where they want to go. Exactly. And see without anything being said, uh, Michael having some internal conflict with what's happening. Yep. You know, especially sure. towards the end of the episode, you know, and so it's that's going to come to roost at some point. You know, so they're doing a really nice job of, you know, kind of giving you plot lines coming up and, you know, kind of threading out what some of these stories might start to look like and different avenues that they're going to take. Um, and they'll turn on a dime from what yeah. from what we've gotten so far. Like, you know, when we saw that uh, cliffhanger to three with mm-hmm. uh, the creature in its uh, cell or containment, um, I, I had my suspicions about the captain. Yeah. And uh, I don't really have any suspicions anymore. He just simply... He wanted to use it as a weapon. Yeah. And that's his weapon room. And so, you know, Michael, Michael got introduced to that, of course. Right. And I think the security chief got a little jealous yeah. and uh, decided to, uh, you know, embrace the red shirt yeah. effect. And uh, yeah, let's lower the uh, shields. Yeah, take down the containment field. Let me just piss it off to death and right. then it'll be a weapon for us. Man, I uh, I did not see that coming. I didn't either. That thing tore into her and just Whoa. instantly killed her. Yeah. Mulder. Yeah, and uh, Michael realized that the thing wasn't. This thing was defending itself. It wasn't being a proactive killer by any way, you know, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. She's actually so, doing the, the science piece, right? With, like what, like a, what a Vulcan would do. Yeah. You know, she was because she, she was, was tasked to weaponize it. Yep. Yeah. And, and the security so, chief got impatient. And yeah, is that after? I think that was after the first warp attempt, right? Because they didn't have the creature navigate the first time. 
I think so, right. The, uh, yeah, it was after the first attempt, and then, you know, that was before the creature would navigate. So, I mean, I got the urgency, like, we yeah. gotta get this thing ready, but at the same time, it's like, you know, she's kind of on a breakthrough here. You might want to just... Uh, Ego stepped I'm in, like, as opposed to why did you turn logic? that off, yeah. the shield? Like, oh, uh, I liked her, too. Yeah, she was cool. I mean, we got, we got enough out of her, but I think so far it's... Um, they need to slow down a little bit with the characters, right. you know, because unless they're going to keep introducing new characters, which well, they get, did on the bridge this time. Yeah. We got to see it in action. Uh, what did you think of the um, the uh, da, 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 simulator sequence? Yes, that was bridge? actually really sweet. So, yeah. I mean, it reminded you of the Kobayashi Maru, yeah, it you did, know, yeah. um, from Star Trek 2. Uh, and then, of course, they did it in the JJ Star Trek, yes. you know. So, I mean, it was just really, it was cool. You You felt like it was happening. You know, and it was just kind of a, it shows you what today's technology can do, you know, um, sure. with with the show. But, yeah, that was pretty sweet. And, and the captain, you know, I he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. It's a good character. Sure. But I'm not sure if we're supposed to like him or not. Yeah, because he's you a know? war captain. He's a, he's, a, he's a military guy. Right. This is a guy who gives zero craps about anything other than the cause. Mm-hmm. And whatever has to happen to get to that end result is what will happen. And so from an ethic perspective, uh, from what Starfleet's typically known for, you know, he does not fit that mold in any way, shape, or form. Right. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out continued, you know. Um, well, so. I wonder if they played off that idea of having a captain like this from uh, Star Trek Beyond, where we had yeah. uh, Idris Elba, you know, he basically went rogue i think right. their ship got abandoned and so he just felt starfleet turned on them and then his mission was to destroy starfleet or try to but he was a military right. captain so like at, in peacetime it's like he couldn't function they gave right. him a ship but he just wasn't used to just exploring yeah so it'll be interesting i mean i'm sure this war will go on for a while but it'll be interesting to see if it ever like goes away will he even be able to stay on the ship and yeah. function and explore things uh, you know maybe we Shouldn't see them explore too much because save it for Star Trek. Right. So that's that's interesting uh, how they're going to... Um, I'm sure the war will go on for a while. Yeah. Like. I mean, it's at least this season. You know, sure. um, we'll see what happens beyond that. But yeah, the war with the Klingons is something that you better, better settle in for because it, it will last all season long, this arc, you know, for sure. I mean, it's... A, it's um, it's big to the lore of Star yeah. Trek, so it should last a good chunk yeah. of time. Maybe a couple seasons. I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess they could do one season. War is war, so even if it doesn't last for right, you know, years, it still has an impact. And um, do we want to you and I talk about how maybe the show could save some money? Yeah, you know, I think we should probably touch on that just a hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like. Look, I, I, you know, you and I are big Star Trek fans, and I, you know, my goal with this doing the show is not to just entirely forgive my French, but blow the show. You know, right. like it. I think it has some uh, mistakes, right? Needs some improvements. Now, if you go back to all these other shows, yeah, especially your uh, DS Nine, Odo mm-hmm. pilot episode, he looks very different, right? And they adjusted his makeup. So fast forward to now. I'm finally ready to say I'm not really digging the Klingon look. Right. I think it's too much. It's too much of an over overhaul. Yeah. Of honestly just I think I think it also has the language going against it. You know? It sure does. Yeah, it's just like I get it. I, I think that's great. 
But it's like, you know what? It's time to turn on the universal translator. Right. Let's just hear some English because I can't watch them and read at the same time. And right. they go a little fast. You know? They go fast and they all sound mm-hmm. like they just have their wisdom teeth pulled. <laughs> Right. You know, and it's not like we've seen in the past with, you know, and I don't want to be that guy that's like, well, before we did it like this, you know, I mean, because it's it's cool to change things up. And I, 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 I do that like too. that. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. and like you said, yeah, you and I are pretty big fanboys of Star Trek, but it's hard to admit anything. It's hard to admit right. it. <laughs> but you know what? It's true, though. You know, and yeah, so it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. I, I think the wardrobe of the Klingons looks pretty sweet. You know, it's a yeah. cool little difference, you know, and some of their ships look cool. But I, I wanted to like the new look um, of like the, the species themselves, but it's too much of a distraction. It's a distraction. Yeah. And when the makeup is so thick. That it sounds like you have cotton in the back of your mouth for every character. I mean, it's... It's got to be hard to omit as an actor when you're in all that. And that makeup's got to take... Like, go back... Well, first off, in my opinion, I think they perfected the Klingon look. You know, when we got to the Michael Dorn. Uh You know, and, you know, the the Star Trek Beyond was an interesting take. And it seems like they've kind of gone off that. And they made it a lot more alien. But to me, it's almost like... They're not Klingons anymore. They're right. a new species because just looking at their faces, like they just don't. And the makeup's so thick that it sometimes seems the face isn't lining up with their eyes. Right. And it's like. It's hard to emote. Yeah. You know, whereas with Michael Dorn, you know, he had the shattered cranial exoskeleton of the <laughs> tricipital lobe. There you go. Um, yes. But, you know, I mean, basically the lower half of his face. Mm-hmm. You know, you could see his facial reaction is, you know, what was he happy? Was he pissed? Was he, mm-hmm. you know, just being wharf? You know, and, and you could see all that stuff. Whereas with now, you know, they all look kind of the same, you know, and then their mouths kind of move a little bit. Yeah, it's hard to know who's who. Right. Uh, you know, you definitely know the albino guy. Right. <laughs> I also get distracted by the uh, the one girl, uh, the main chick, which looks like they're going to have a romance, possibly like a violent romance. Right. She almost looks pretty good in the face. I don't know if... Uh, they all have contacts in, too. They're all blue-eyed, yeah. which I'm like... I mean, I get it. Back in the TNG days, they couldn't... They could only do so much. But it's like, you if you perfected that as much as you can, I wouldn't really tinker with that too much. Right. Look at Michael Dorn, like we were just talking about. I mean, budget-wise, it's yeah. got to be much cheaper to do it that way. Right. Wig, forehead, nose. Um, you need to get more out of your actors because you're going to be able to. They're going to be able to shine more. There's no, yeah. There's no way right. Michael Dorn could do any of this stuff. No. Oh my gosh. No. You would not get any uh, performance like that. So oh I, no. I mean, my only solution is I just hope there's a way they can. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's like Keaton in the first bat suit. Mm-hmm. You know, he looked like a prisoner in it. Yeah. You know, I couldn't move his head, and you know, always, yeah. and so, yeah. and that's that's kind of what's happening here. You know, there, it, I question whether there are actually people inside this Klingon makeup, <laughs> just because it's so bland from an acting perspective. Exactly. I mean, and it's got to be so expensive. Oh yeah, full head makeup. I don't like their fingers either. No, they're very sharp, and uh, you know, I get it. Uh, Michael Dorn, you know, got to show a lot of his own skin and stuff. I get it. I get people want to see something really spectacular, but it's like, I just think they deviated so much from the design. Right. It's like, it's become a distraction a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It has, you know, cause in episode four, what, what in my opinion was my favorite episode so far. Yeah, I agree. Um, still has that distraction a little bit of the Klingon piece. And, you know, I'm like you, I, I'm having a hard time watching the subtitles 
because I'm so busy just being distracted by the makeup. Yeah, or you it's know. the other way around. Like you're like, oh, this scene's not bad. You know, like the the first episode is kind of hard for me to watch because there's so much reading. You know, yeah. and uh, and that sucks. I don't like to, uh, you know, and I I know some people are like, well, oh, just go with it. You know, and I get the art form. I think that's yeah. that's great, but I just think there's so much to focus on. Oh, tons. It's, it's yeah. exhausting to watch them, but I do like their story, the storyline itself. I am interested in what they're going through. Right. It's just the makeup is really my biggest complaint. I just and I'm not I'm not trying to be a purist like we were talking about. Right. They should look like this, but I think it helps so much. Like you'd have more money to put towards special effects. Yeah. And you get more out of your actors. Less distraction. Yeah. Like just pull the little English trick because I mean, gosh, how many species are we going to see in this right. show? There are, and the other confusion is Star Trek Enterprise. The Klingons looked like we've come to know them. Right. And this one, I, I get what they were doing. They're trying to put a little new twist on it. And, you know, like some of the Klingons look pretty good. The main dude in this episode who basically betrayed the albino right. Klingon, Cole, yeah, I, I don't know. Some... I think that's his name. <laughs> he was pretty good and intimidating. Right. But again, some of them just like the albino Klingon makeup, it just looks... Um, Remember, have you ever seen Mask? Yeah. With um, Edward Stoltz. Oh, yeah. Edward Stoltz in The Mask. He had that big face, yeah. you know, which I get it because that's an actual real Eric disease. Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. That's yes. what I say. Edward. Ed- yeah. <laughs> that's his brother. That's yeah, his older brother. Yeah. I like Edward. He's I like trying him better to be than Eric, actor, actually. You know? yeah. <laughs> He's an, on an off, off-Broadway really? play. That's what they kind of remind me of. Yeah. Like, just like big makeup and, the, you know, they can only do so much and... Yeah. It does distract, but I do like their story. They they got that right. Oh, absolutely. I like I like where it's going with that. And oh my gosh, I mean, the good outweighs that negative yeah. by far. But at the same, I'm time... I'm not going to stop watching over it. No, not at but... all. But it is one area where I feel like you know, if you want to go from great to spectacular, you know, that could be something to consider. It might be easier for people watching to relate to. Like I think they're too alien. You know what I mean? Right. And I in some of these scenes, I just pictured like, man, just like a regular Klingon looking dude. I was like, this would look so good. Yeah. And, you know, you can still have the space suit they wear. You can still have all that garb. It's just so much. It's so much of a it's so much to take in. The ships are a little different. The lighting's a little dark with them. The new clothing and a, on top of that, a new look. It's just like too much. Yeah, it's <laughs> we, a lot. We do have the Klingon symbol still, so yeah. that's good. Like, they kept that stuff, but yeah, yeah I think that they're going to have to fix that. I really strongly believe they, now they can do it, like, they can do it uh, through writing or yeah. just not address the change. Right, you or know? just dial it back a yeah. little bit, you know? Yeah. And I don't care either way. They can explain it. They can just dial it back. You know, either way is fine for me. I just, yeah, I don't know, man. It's yeah. uh, That's a tough thing to... Stay awake for when the Klingons start talking. I know. Because all I want to do is coach them on enunciation. <laughs> well, it's almost like, and thankfully for this show, I watch it two or three times. I try to. And so eventually I know what the story is yeah. so I can just not read and watch their actions. I like their actions. I like what I'm seeing. I just don't. Um, yeah, it's just the makeup. I like, let's let's change that up a little bit. You know, let's um, have a radiation leak and it just right. spreads to all the whole race. Yeah. And they all look... Like, we come to know them. Uh, aside from all that, I'm not trying to get all negative, but I love the show. Don't get me wrong. Same here. I love the show. I think I think it's, it takes a lot for someone to admit 
it's not perfect. You know, there's right. some things that could be improved. But going into the whole Klingon side of the show, that was terribly brutal what they did to Captain uh, Giorgio. Yeah. I didn't see that coming because we talked last week. I saw on IMDb she had 14 episodes. Yeah. And that, that might not be right in this case, definitely now, but they ate her corpse. Yeah. Like, they described some of it. Yeah. She took the flesh off her face. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Savages. So, I and mean. that's that stuff's fine, but. Yeah. I mean, I was, ho- I was holding out some hope because we saw her get stabbed and stuff. I know. I know. But did we see her die? Because die, she stayed on the right, ship. Yeah. They could have brought her back. I thought they were going to winter soldier her, you know. Right. She'd come back as a kung fu. Something. Starfleet you know. guy or girl or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, man, that was. Uh, and part of me hopes we don't get the uh, Jor-El treatment. You know, um, oh as yeah, nothing but holograms from her for fourteen episodes, and it's possible because it is possible. I mean, holograms. Her, yeah, when she had the will, mm-hmm. um, and and all that stuff, uh, it was hologram based, and we got to see her in a new scene and all that, which is great. And what a wonderful actress, you know. But yeah, I don't want to do the hologram. Yeah, you know, conversations all the time. Well, and uh, quickly, well, I guess we didn't really leave the Klingon subject because we were talking about what they did, right? Her. Yeah. Um, I, I like the fact that they were still in that graveyard like uh-huh. um, area yeah. where we began, yep. and the the Shinzu still out there oh, adrift, yeah. and they went. They had to go over there to to get the um, dilithium drive. They yeah. had to get that because right. their ship's crippled pretty much, and yeah. they're, they're they're starving, which is probably another reason why they ate the captain. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Hope they weren't complete savages, but well, you know, a little salt too helps. Yeah, with, um, yeah. Anytime you and even ketchup, 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 ketchup. <laughs> I like their transport technology. That was yeah. cool. It's yeah. like um, it looked like a flat beam, and then it, it materialized yeah. forward. That yeah. was that was interesting, and it was red, like yep. we've seen before. So I like that stuff. I think that's great. Oh yeah, I like the romance that the albino Cleon, and I should know his name, but I'm sorry, it's like yeah. these names are tough too because I don't hear them in English. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'm and stupid. I'm so distracted from you know. <laughs> Watching this guy just kind of move around all the time. Yeah. 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 Again, that's uh, maybe once we get more interaction with the Discovery as they battle each other, maybe we'll they'll speak more English. Because, right. uh, you know, the main dude did that the f- second episode when the Admiral's like, hey, let's have a chat. And he's like, right. okay, we'll be right over. Yeah. Here's a missile. You know? Um, yeah, I liked all that going back to the Shinzu and then uh, him being. Um, Double crossed by that uh-huh. one guy who beamed over to the Klingon ship. He fed the whole crew yeah. his rations and got them to turn on him because, yeah, you feed a hungry, yeah. hungry army, they're going to be for they're you. They're going to be on your t- on your side. And then the chick you thought was, oh man, what a bitch. Yeah, and they all <laughs> they all look like they should be Klingons working at Hot Topic. You know, just the way they act. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all emo at a feast and, and you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did enjoy where um, it seemed like, um, well, they basically banished, uh, well, they they were going to kill him, the albino right. Klingon, they were going to kill him. Instead, they uh, the the female Klingon got the guy to consider uh, sending him back to the Shinzu. Yep. So, you know, it looks like things are not going to end well for this Klingon. He's just in that ship, and he sees the Klingon ship warp out. Right. And then she materializes behind him, and... He, you know, his first instinct was not to hug her. Right. Grabbed her by the throat, which yep. is a Klingon thing. Uh, and any time now, I think they are good at conveying that. There is so much sexual attention 
Yeah. You know, between them. Like, you were like, you know what? If they start going for it, like, I, hey, I'm not going to have a problem. But right. They, they look like they could do that in a heartbeat. Right. They're building that up pretty easily. Animals. Yeah. Like, ah. So she, yeah, she brought, um, did she, what did she bring back? Didn't she bring him something when she materialized? She brought something for him. I forgot what it was. Didn't she have the drive? Yeah, maybe she did. I thought she did. Maybe, maybe that's what it was because otherwise they're not going anywhere on that no. ship. Uh-uh. There's no way. But I do like that idea of them using that Starfleet ship. Right. So we'll get the Shinzu It'll be back. Yeah, maybe. we'll see that. You know, probably in a Defiant versus Enterprise type fight. You know, a Discovery and the Shinzu. Right. So and will they share the same uh, hatred? Well, they probably will because that dude initiated it. His his leader initiated it, and so I don't know. It'll be interesting. Well. Yeah. The guy who, you know, double-crossed him said, he basically said, like, oh, yeah, this war will unite the houses. But then after the war, we're going to go our separate ways. Right. So he's not 100% committed to the cause. Right. So that's interesting. Yeah. It was a, there's some really cool concepts. And again, the story piece of it is great. You know, I think you know, we fix the Klingons up just a hair and, mm-hmm. you know, that distraction will look less messy. But gosh, it's got to cut down on the budget. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just cut the budget. Hands, cut that, you know. Honestly, I like the holograms, but I'm okay with view screens. Right. Let's go yeah, back to that. Here. I'm okay with it. Either way is fine. You yeah. Know, but uh, I don't. I just don't want them to be all fancy walking around like the Admiral did in right. that, that second episode. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, my holograms is going to walk around. It's going to actually use your bathroom on Discovery if you don't mind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just it was such a, a stretch. I thought you know, and it's like also, man, it's Star Wars technology. Let's not use that stuff. It, right. But I get it. You know, a lot of people out there. That's been a complaint. Oh, this technology is way too advanced. Right. It's like okay, as much as I would love them to embrace the '60s look, after a couple episodes, that nostalgia is going to rub off, right. and you're going to be like, "This is boring." Yeah. You want to see bright lights and mm-hmm. screens because that's what we're addicted to now with our smartphones. Right. And I don't mind that kind of upgrade in yeah. technology and and all the changes and shifts that they're doing there. Um, There's no holodecks. That's too much. Let's not do a holodeck. <laughs> yeah, if I have to see a Shakespearean episode on a holodeck, yeah, I will. I will easily probably not show up for that issue, that uh, episode of Mission Report. So that way, <laughs> would you be pissed if Q showed up? That would be really great, but you know, you know, I don't know if I'd be pissed or not. I think it would depend on how they use him. Yeah, but um, but that would ruin the canon because he was brand new. He he didn't know, know of humanity until. True, uh, the, but is he powerful enough to time travel? Or does time even exist yeah, with him? Yeah, for him. It's true. So, yeah. so, you know, I mean, that it could be an interesting plot device to, you know, kind of help bridge that whole universe mm-hmm. together somehow. But um, I could also see him being used horribly wrong. <laughs> you know, I, so I, 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 I got gotcha. you. You know, I, what just came to my mind, as much as I'd love to have past people guest star on the show, and eventually maybe they will, but maybe they obviously probably won't be able to be who they were. But you know how X Files has come back, uh-huh. like man, if if Discovery is so successful, maybe they could have some uh, nostalgia shows, you know, like sure. TNG revisited. Yeah. They just give us like four to ten episodes yeah. and just where they're at now and have a little story. Right. Just have fun with it. Yeah, I mean, you could even do old Sulu in the oh, Excelsior. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Which that was a robbery. They yeah. should have given him a show or a movie. That was a mistake. Something, but you know, I I love Discovery and I like what they're doing. I just I just hope we can get back to that. That '90s um, setup where we had like all this, all this 
material. Yeah. It was great, you know, and I think now if you tell it this way, you can keep it fresh all the time and serialize it. Yeah. Don't do episodic necessarily or do both. And um, yeah, I mean, the other old episodes had arcs themselves. Right. But, But, you know, I mean, especially in Deep Space Nine and a little Voyager to a degree, they still followed an underlying plot. Right. You know, and then... But less episodes, right. less filler ones you get, and which is I, I just like a great complete story yeah. start to finish, or separate episodes. You know, like the Marvel Netflix series. You yeah. know, all of those. I like just how you know. I mean, Defenders had nine episodes. Like I'm okay with it yeah. as long as it's good. Right, it's an exactly. hour each or so. That's awesome. The only ones that I really just got into when they went off the uh, subject completely were the Doctor Bashir and um, Garrick episodes yeah the relationship between those two and you know he was just one of the coolest cardassians and just the acting was so brilliant and um my daughter you know not a huge trek fan loves deep space nine because of bashir and garrick that whole dynamic between them right any episode with those two you know it's like watching a stewie episode for me on family guy yeah you know, I got to see that. <laughs> it's that was be a hilarious. great concept. Yeah. They're all in like, they're basically living in a mall, uh-huh. you know, of, of different alien cultures and adventures. He's a tailor. Ensues. Yeah. Yeah. Who has this like huge war background. Oh, they he's got a to total spy. That. Yeah. And the way they play off of each other and like each other as friend deeply as friends and still don't trust each other at the same time. <laughs> it's just, it's just hilarious to watch that interplay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, uh, I'd watch a, a Garrick show. Yeah, there you TV go. TV show. I, I would. Just, just the him in his living so room, good. you know, watching the box set of uh, well, Doctor that's just Who it. or something. I, I could watch him <laughs> just reading the phone book. Yeah. You know, silently. Right. That's how much I like the actor. I want know? old and, Data, who's a who's a professor. Right. And, uh, he's just smoking <laughs> a pipe with his fake gray uh, hair. and Yeah. I, you know, but speaking of these characters who form friendships, get back to Discovery. Right. I think Michael and the... Um, Scientist played by uh, Anthony Rapp, and forgive me, I don't remember his character's name. I'll do better with that going forward. I'll try to. Yeah, same here. Um, I need to write him down. And they seem like they're becoming friends, right? Because when she conveys like this creature could help us, he takes a chance with her because she, you know, first had to explain and show evidence. It wasn't yeah. like a hundred percent trust thing, but they beam the creature into the spore where they raise the spores and it started communicating, and he just had that nice casual like. He had a defense going with the, mm-hmm. the phaser, and then the minute she was scanning the creature and said, oh, it's communicating, and he just, like, just a nice touch. He just puts the phaser down, yeah. walks forward, and he goes, that's not fair. Yeah. I wanted to talk to them. Right. I just, I like that, and I think that's where he won me over, even though his backstory did, too, in the last episode. Sure. We got to meet the doctor of the ship, who um, I think is his boyfriend on the show so the first gay couple so that that would be a big thing and i don't know i'm sure they're not gonna address it like they're gay get it you know i think they're doing it just right yeah you know they both have that banter back and forth about oh you should care Um, and you treat them as a normal couple you know what i mean they're not don't exploit it right they don't exploit it um in a weird way it should look and just be natural yes and they're treating it like that so far so far great Yeah. yeah i mean honestly you don't I only know there are a couple from reading the synopsis and all that right. stuff from future from the episode or the um, show entirely. Yeah, but I just like when uh, man Anthony Rapp he got 
I think that after that first warp, he got his face pounded oh, badly, and that was cool to see the um, whatever device the doctor was using was right. fixing his face. And they started going into a couple banter, yeah. but it, you know, you'd only pick, like I only picked up on it because I knew they were a couple. But he was saying, um, you know, if it was one uh, inch closer, right. It it would have knocked out your feelings and all that, and it's important to have feelings. Right. And who knows? Maybe they're not a couple yet. I don't know. Yeah. I could be building towards something. But yeah, I dug all the sick base stuff. I like I like the doctors in the white uniforms, mm-hmm. even though that doesn't make it really any sense because yeah. blood. <laughs> but it, it, it's you know you know who you're dealing with. And yeah, it's, it's easily recognizable. So yeah, do you like the emergency transport device? Yeah, actually, I do. I mean, it's probably a little uh, stretch sense. compared it's to the a stretch, old series, but. Yeah. but we're already there, though, with holograms. Right. We're already stretching it. We're already stretching it. We've already advanced the technology way beyond what the original Enterprise ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, really stretching it. Yeah. But I'm fine with it. You know, we've had a lot of distance and time. You know, let's... We're, uh, we're in 2017. Right. We we have to see that stuff. Let's have some fun with it, you know. I mean, it'd be great to see the old, you know, the old equipment. But Right. Part of me, though, would love to see some weird explanation on just... How did some of this happen? And you know, drain the power maybe right. too much, or yeah. yeah, something. I kind of want that too, um, but yeah, it might be a little stretch. I don't know. We'll hopefully get there, right. but we'll see. I, as long as they don't push it too far, like I said, no holodecks. We don't right. need any of that stuff. I know Enterprise did one episode where they visited like an alien race who had a holodeck, and I'm like, okay, that's yeah. okay, I guess, but <laughs> no, yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really. Um, I'm really digging it. Uh, I, this episode was incredible, especially yep. uh, well, what caught me off guard entirely because I love the ship already. Yeah, saucer started spinning. What the heck? I, I know. didn't see that coming. It looked sweet. I was like, wait a minute, what are we doing? Yeah, that ship is amazing. I I mean, that's what's been incredible about yeah. these episodes. There's always been a, a whoa or wow factor, right. you know, and that was one of them for this. I was just like, I was not expecting yeah. that. And the technical design too is just it's off the charts. It's a beautiful you ship. Know, yeah. They had so much time to, to craft it. Its concept stage was a little different. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, um, I, my only question is, people who have quarters in that saucer, are yeah. they uh, not enjoying the ride? Or- <laughs> right. Or is it just like a moving restaurant? You can't really tell. Oh, maybe, yeah. You know what's happening, yeah. but you can't feel it. I like how it warps, though. It uh, Well, when it does, when it, it's got two warp drives, right. from what I understand. It's got the spore drive and then the regular. Warp. Yeah. And so when it does the spore drive, it, it spins spins yeah and then it i think it levels out for a split second and then boom Doom, done. yeah and there they are and when that when it did appear like that and to save the day i mean that was just sweet that was really cool totally sweet we got a classic star trek piece where there's a distress call we got to go rescue these people yeah. and i like uh captain Lorca. i think that, that's his name right Lorca. Yeah. i like what he did he he got people to push everything yeah he Played the uh, audio throughout the ship. Oh man, which is a dick move, but it encouraged people like, oh, we got to get these people, and almost everybody looked like they're about ready to cry. You know, yeah, he's a motivator through fear a little bit and mm-hmm. through, uh, yeah, you know, some intimidation here and there. But uh, yeah, that was a really great moment, and um, I don't know. I think as far as it's spinning and stuff, I think the inertia dampening fields. No problem. <laughs> uh, Star Again. Trek. Cut the Cleon makeup down. We can keep having the spins. And I'm just yeah. afraid, like, hey, it doesn't work anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We don't ever see it again because we've had to cut the budget, you know, by yeah. $82 billion an episode. <laughs> but I love the bridge. I love the feel yeah. of the battle. And 
I think Jay, you know, like JJ or not, I like him. I think he brought some uh, new things to Star Trek that, yeah. you know, really helped you feel like they're in this big ship. Because you kind of never had that. Right. We're talking like the exterior shots where you can actually see people like walking around. Oh, yeah. And I like that whole screen setup. Right. But when they're in battle, they're like, they're in it. Oh, like, yeah. You feel like you're there. And I got, I got to, we got to meet the crew a little bit more, like no names, but we saw the chick who was on the Shinzu who has the, um, cybernetic thing right. yeah got to see her in action i think she's a helmsman and yeah um saru he's um i like how michael tricked him in because she was doing her little research on the creature yeah because she's like is this creature really you know harmful like he's right. just protecting itself uh so let me get let me get through down here i'm going to uh not really mean what I say to him. I'm gonna say, "Hey, I'm apologizing." Yeah. To see how he reacts. <laughs> yes, around the you know his uh, detection, right. um, whatever they're called, the spikes on the back of his head or whatever. I mean, yeah, you know, they kind of it's like it's like the back of your hair standing up when you are you know exactly. nervous about something. That's, or, that's you a know, good. That's the same, a good catch. Yeah, it's the same kind yeah. of a deal, and it's like an instinct uh, yeah, animal. Yeah, instinct and his thing. instinct didn't kick in, so which proved that the animal's intention is not Hostile. to kill. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what his race, you know, they get that premonition and he didn't get it. I was, uh, until he came down, you know, when Michael decided to finally, you know, let the shield go, but not shoot at it. Yeah. <laughs> or send like a mist in there. Right. Um, she, oh, she brought spores with her and does it feed off the spores too or just. It seems to me like it feeds off the spores a little bit and. And communicates. Yeah. And it's like. A, I'm going to eat you now. Right. That's what it seemed like to me. And, I, you know, we might be wrong, but, yeah. you know, it felt like giving a dog a treat. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Warp, it, warp dog got a treat. <laughs> warp dog. Telling you that's going to catch on. I hope warp it catches dog. on. Warp I hope dog. no one else is taking it from me. Yeah, right. What do they call it right now on the show? It's like Rapture. I don't know. Something like that. Um, she's Ripper? Like, oh, Ripper. There yeah. we go. Because she, she told after the scientists and her saw what the creature was doing, they're like, I think we found a new navigator. Because yeah, right. it. That's the problem with the spore drive. They they use it, but their navigation goes to shit. Right. And that's why they appeared <laughs> over a sun yeah. or star or whatever. Whoops. That was, yeah, that was crazy. But I loved how Discovery warped out of there. Yeah. Like, I love this. Like, just the regular warp drive itself is really cool. That, yeah, that in itself is great. But I got I got lost with the creature. Like, um, and I have to, I'll revisit it again, but... They grew this creature, the Glen. Is that what they were saying, or because they were saying like the the creature was um, attracted to mushrooms or something, something like that. The Glen didn't have a garden like Discovery right. had, and so like if anyone grew anything, it got attracted to that somewhat. Yeah, I just I because I, I that didn't was a little know. confusing. Yeah, I'll have to go back and revisit that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I was wondering if maybe one of the spores mutated, and that's what that was, right. or but yeah, that device they found it like hooks to the the creature, yeah, warp dog, and it can navigate. But right. yeah, it's um, I don't think it shows pain until they go for it, right? right, or something like that. So that's gonna be something. Well, actually, that's gonna put Michael and Lorca at odds because uh, Michael is totally like, you know, she really. Um, this is my pet now. It's like Spock and the whales, right? You know, they have that connection. She yep. knows it. Oh, and that that will be interesting if she does a mind meld. Right. Or can she do it, you know, being an earthling? Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. She probably can't. Right. Maybe Sarah can do the um, 1-800-COLLECT mind meld, which that was kind of a stretch, but I'll give it. That's something we didn't touch upon the the last time, but um, 
I don't know if they can do a mind meld within a mind meld, but right. of course he's still alive, so yeah, he could, he which could is just cool. come on Discovery and right. see for himself and find out. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, that, I think the treatment of that creature is going to be a big plot line coming mm-hmm. up. Sure. So yeah, I, I'm digging it. Uh, it's every episode's been just another step up. Right. This one was this one had a lot of action, so that was great. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the last one did too with the creature. Like I like us traveling, traveling other places and. Um, trying to think what else in this episode. I'm missing anything. Do you recall anything? I don't else? think so. I, you know, I just did, but like you said, there's a lot of great action, mm-hmm. but it still had some good character building moments. You know, so it wasn't. It didn't feel like it was all action all the time. You know, right. In fact, if anything, the Klingon piece stretched a little bit for me just because of you know the whole piece there. But the reading, yeah. The, but the rest either. of it, I mean, it was a very very solid episode. Yeah, you know? I thought so too. And uh, oh well, of course we didn't address the biggest thing: um, the last will and testament of Captain right. Giorgio. Which was, uh, that was really cool. And she, Michael did not want that at first. She threw it underneath her bed. And yeah. Tilly, you know, because Tilly was being nice. She's like, oh, hey, got this package for you. You're yeah. in the shower. So, yeah, Tilly didn't like that at first. But, um, or I'm sorry. Michael. Michael. Yeah. Tilly later encouraged her. I like, I love this Tilly character. I, I really hope she better live for a while. Right. I'm not going to be happy if something They're very happens. Game of Thrones with her She needs to be captain. So like yeah. she said, she's going to. Yeah. yeah. But I like how she talked Michael into look, you know, looking at that last will and testament. And then she left the room knowing, like she probably had, you know, um, she knew that she got to Michael and right. Michael was going to do exactly that. And of course. Leave her alone to get it done. Yeah. yeah. And we get the hologram of Michelle Yeoh and. She uh, leaves her the telescope. Yeah. Now, is that the same one that's in the Shinzu? Is Who took that? Because, you know, they didn't expect her to die. So, I'm just wondering who's in charge well, of the is world. is it then? Huh. Yeah, because I was like... Maybe it isn't. Well, the one they used on the Shinzu did look old and it could have been handed down. But I'm like, who's in charge of the will department? Like, yeah. oh, she needs this to go to her. Yeah. So while that, we're getting destroyed. You know, yeah. I don't think that. Right. Happened, so. I got to box this up really quick. Or maybe she did it before she left on the away mission, knowing that she might she might not come back. Maybe, but uh, it's a stretch. It didn't feel like they had enough time to really think about that. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just assume it's a different. It's a different one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about her uniform getting made. Yeah. That was a great intro. I was like, oh, we're in some kind of planet with a huge storm. Yeah. No, it's her uniform being made through the, uh, whatever you call it, replicator. Yeah. Or... That was really no, that cool. Was pretty sweet. It was like, ding, yeah. done. <laughs> Science officer, no rank. So, yeah, I kind of wanted her to get that, uh, her badge. Yeah, she will eventually, I think. I'm sure. She'll have to earn it, but yeah. Um, I mean, I think, you know, our, our rebel captain is going to make her first officer at some point. So Saru's going to either die he's or... Gonna, yeah, and so then we're <laughs> going to continue to see that relationship be uh, have some tension, you know. Right. Maybe she'll uh, turn it down because she is probably a, mainly a science officer like her intelligence. But yeah. again, Saru's a, he was a science officer too. And she has already started to reprove herself again to be mm-hmm. insanely valuable. So Could you ever hear the phrase number two and not laugh? Because no. we, <laughs> you know, because it's like, oh, I just thought maybe he could have two first officers. Yeah. One, number two. one and number two. Yeah. It takes number two a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To get the job done. <laughs> Who's going to fight for two? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty much the whole yeah. thing. I don't know if I miss anything. We got to we gotta look uh, at the next episode. 
which looks really uh, terrific. Yeah. Lorca gets captured by the Klingons, and they torture him, and they put a device in his eyes. So it'll be um, interesting to see how we get out of that one. Um, it looks like it's going to be action-packed. Yeah. I think there's a scene where he um, slams down on the on the floor of, a, of their ship, I take it, and he's yeah. like firing a phaser at him. Have you seen After Trek yet? Not yet. Which is on CBS All Access. I recommend checking it out. Gives you a full insight of the show. Uh, the last episode had Jason Patrick on. Is that his name, Jason Patrick? So I'm saying it wrong. I don't know. Guy who plays Captain Lorca. I think it's Jason Patrick's. Forgive me if I'm wrong. They had Doug Jones on there. Doug Jones brought his boots on there to show yeah. how he has to uh, walk in Saru's <laughs> shoes, That's which funny. has no heel. It's like right. a hoof. Oh. And it's really interesting, and he uh, explained how he got the walk. And Doug Jones is a really animated character. Yeah. He's, he's quite something. And uh, they interviewed the security lady who got oh. killed. And, yeah, they were like, if we could write, if you could rewrite your last words, what would they be? And she goes, uh, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I, I'm digging it. Check out After Trek. I think you'll love it for sure. Yeah. They even show clips of the next episode. So there's a good scene between... Captain Lorca and the Admiral uh, lady oh, they introduced yeah. in this show. And she's like, he's doing something with his eyes because he has yeah. that eye thing. And she goes, well, you just fixed your damn eyes. It Good. was funny. So she must have heard you. Right. <laughs> Captain Dark Eyes. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back next week with episode five. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. Live long and prosper. And two to beam up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> See ya. See ya.